Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Okay, I am popping in really quick to offer you something that we have never done before. I am here to announce our first ever free four-day challenge, and I want to officially invite you. We are kicking off on May 31st, and each day I will bring you a completely free training so that you can launch your freelance business before the end of summer. In this free challenge, you are going to learn all about what freelancing is, who hires freelancers, how to identify the services that you will offer and how to charge for those services, plus the different ways to market your business so that you can land those dream clients and start making money fast. I'm also going to teach you how to step into your new role as this business owner and how to overcome those fears and doubts that might be holding you back. You're also going to have an opportunity to ask me questions live and win some pretty amazing prizes. These are prizes that we have never offered before, so you're going to want to join just to see what we are giving away. We would absolutely love to have you there with us, and here is your link to join so that you can make sure you get all the info on where the trainings are going down, plus what you need to do in order to win those prizes. Just go to aubreymalek.com forward slash summer-challenge. That's aubreymalek.com forward slash summer-challenge. Don't worry. Don't worry about typing that in. We will link that right up in the show notes for you so you can just click it, get all signed up, and get all the info on what's happening. Don't forget, we kick off on May 31st, and this free challenge runs through June 3rd. We would love to have you join us, and I can't wait to see you inside. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Hey friends, we are back with another student success spotlight story. And today I'm going to introduce you to one of my amazing students, Megan Mendez, and she is going to share her journey of all the ups and downs of trying to find something to replace her teaching income, how she took a path that gave her a lot of joy, but realized that it in the end, it wasn't the best fit for her and how she stumbled across freelancing, how she dove through all of the free stuff that we have and realized that taking the prep was that next step that she needed in order to make her dream of being a full-time social media manager 
a dream. So I am so excited for you to meet Megan, to hear her story, how she went from burnt out teacher and in debt to now a debt-free full-time entrepreneur and how she is just kicking butt with social media. And I'm so excited for her because she's got a sweet little babe on the way and she's gonna be able to soak up all those moments when that baby comes. So I'm so happy for her and so excited for you to listen to the story. I hope that it touches you and inspires you to take that action that you need. So let's go ahead and meet Megan and dive on into the show. Well, hey there, Megan. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on today. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, so let's just dive right in. I would love for you to introduce yourself to my audience, just share a little bit about like who you are personally and what you were doing prior to getting started with freelancing. Yeah, absolutely. So I was a former high school math teacher, went to school to be a teacher, got my master's, did all of that. Um, and then just decided one day that that wasn't for me and always kind of had an entrepreneurial entrepreneurial heart, um, but wasn't really sure where that was going to lead me. Um, and I'm, so I'm married and I have a black lab and I'm actually 15 weeks pregnant with my first child. So kind of just have a lot of, you know, random things going on all kind of at once, um, because I ended up leaving teaching back in May. So this, all has kind of just come kind of quickly, but um, the Lord has guided us every step of the way. And so I'm very, very excited um, and excited to jump into freelancing, you know, more full time because I have unfortunately had to wear multiple hats um, to help provide for our family once I did leave teaching. And so I'm excited to finally be able to put all my time and effort and all my eggs into this one basket so that I can pursue this full time and, and really just see where it takes me. Yeah. And I saw that come through when you filled out the form. I was like so excited, but you hadn't officially announced it yet. And I was so excited to see that you were expecting. So congratulations, like officially, that is so exciting. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's actually kind of crazy because when I, it's all, it's kind of part of our story. Like we didn't necessarily know when we wanted to start having kids because we've been married. My husband and I have been married for three going on four years now. And it was always really just like, no, we're not ready. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. And something about, you know, leaving teaching, finding, you know, you, the prep and deciding to, you know, start my own business. All of that kind of just in a strange way gave us the courage that we were ready to be parents. So it's really, really weird. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where you like, you never, you never feel prepared. And it's just like one of those things that you have to just go after it. Right. I remember, so my husband and I, it's actually funny that you were saying like, it all kind of like worked out the right way. And the Lord led you here. I feel that way too. Similar in my story. Um, my husband and I, we hadn't even been married for a year and I actually went to the doctor and they were like, well, we ran some tests and you might struggle with getting pregnant. So if you want, um, like to start trying now, because you have to be trying for so long in order for us to be able to like intervene with any kind of, um, medicine or any other treatments like that. And it was not a part of our plan. Like we were very much of the mindset, like we're going to wait, we're going to enjoy being married. Um, and that came along and I don't know why, but it was like always a fear that I had that I would struggle with getting pregnant. And so my husband and I just decided like, well, if this is part of the plan, like let's just, you know, let's just go for it and see what happens and let the Lord guide us towards that. Um, and it was our second month that we actually got pregnant. And I, 
I feel like it was such a blessing because um, when I was six months pregnant, we lost my mother-in-law, but she got to be there to let, you know, we got to tell her that we were pregnant. She got to find out that we were having a boy. Um, and of course, like, I wish that she would be here, like to experience him, you know, earth side. But um, I just think like it all ends up working out the way that it's supposed to, even if you have all these like the best laid plans, you know, what's that saying? It's like you make all the, like all these plans and then God laughs, like he's, he's mm-hmm. got it. And he's the one that's really ultimately guiding that for you. So um, just a little side note there. Cause when you said that, I was like, wow, that like, it feels very similar to how like we, you know, we don't have it. We don't always have it in our plans or maybe it is. And um, it all leads us to the place where we're supposed to be, especially I think with teaching too, cause we think like we go into teaching, I'm going to be a teacher forever. And then that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I really did thought I was going to be like a diehard and was going to do that for the rest of my life. And once kind of COVID hit, it was a quick no. <laughs> yeah. So I would love to just chat about that if you feel open to to sharing about the struggles that you maybe dealt with teaching, obviously, you know, during a pandemic, like I, I didn't have to experience that. So I give you so much credit. Um but can you kind of walk us through those feelings of maybe any internal struggle that you had about, you know, thinking about stepping away from the classroom and um, what you ha- had to almost work through to, to overcome that? Yeah, absolutely. So it was uh, my second year teaching and it was probably my favorite year teaching of all. But I had put so much heart and so much effort into it that I was extremely burnt out when summer had come. That was 2019. And so when we started back in 2019 or when I went back to school, I never felt rested. I never felt like I was ready to go back for my next group of kids. And so honestly, that year, 2019, um, the fall when we were still in school pre COVID was, was hard. I wasn't, my heart wasn't in it anymore. I was already searching for other opportunities outside of teaching, you know, either to supplement, you know, our money or so that I could walk away altogether. I was already that unhappy at two and a half years, which is, is really sad. Um, and so then when COVID happened, I know that this may sound absolutely terrible, but you know, we were out of school probably from March to the end of the year. And not that COVID did me a favor or like COVID in general, but just the fact that we didn't have to go back was a blessing for me because I was miserable. I was regretting and struggling every single day to go to the classroom. So when we got that, you know, that long break, I was really like, okay, that was what my heart and my soul needed. Like I can take a break slightly from teaching because teaching at home and and at the high school level, the conditions were completely different than what some of the elementary school teachers were doing. Um, So I thought that that was going to be good for me. I was like, okay, yay. Like this is what I needed. So then when we go back, you know, during COVID, I, I guess I I thought it was going to be better, or at least my mental space and my attitude was going to be better. And that's what I thought was going to get me through. And unfortunately it, wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. My heart wasn't in it anymore. And I realized that my passions and my efforts could be used elsewhere. And so I know this is part of your story as well, but I was actually um, part of an MLM and I was using that as my escape, so to speak, from teaching. And so I really thought like that was going to be my route and that was what I was going to do. And during that time, it did give me, you know, the courage and the strength to 
explore other options to consider even leaving teaching because when you spend, you know, five years on a degree that costs a hundred thousand dollars and you think that that's what you're supposed to do for the rest of your life, it can be kind of like shocking when you wake up one day and you're like, okay, I don't want to do it anymore. So what do I do? Cause I made that my identity for so long. Um, so I thought that this MLM was going to be, you know, my way out. And it was, it was really helpful for a period of time, but once I did walk away from teaching, I also realized that I that the MLM wasn't for me either. And so here I am now, it's May, 2021. I've had the courage to step away from teaching. I have a couple of side jobs that I'm trying to, you know, kind of put together to supplement some income for my husband and I, and I'm just like, okay, so what's next? What do I do? <laughs> I clearly know that I don't want to go back to the classroom, but that is always an option. You know, I have all summer and I can decide I wanted to go back even if I wanted to go back at semester, you know, at the end of December and the beginning of this year. That was always an option because I know how, you know, much of a struggle it is for teachers right now. So and I teach high school math. So I knew that that there would always be a job opening for me somewhere, but that wasn't what I wanted to do. So I was just trying to navigate okay, where am I going? What's next? Lord, where do we have, where do we have me? What am I doing? And, and so that leads me right into my next question. So how did you even hear about freelancing and like, had you, had you have heard of it before? Or it was kind of like something where it was like, this was completely brand new to you. Yeah. So I had never, I mean, no, I had never really like heard of the term, but I guess I was kind of doing it in a way um, because I started working with uh, a social media client back in August and it's actually one of my really good friends and so we started doing that together and so I was kind of already doing the freelancing the admin assisting like that kind of stuff so I was like okay cool then I actually decided that I needed a part-time job and um, that way I wasn't just sitting at home all day you know piddling my thumbs with nothing to do. So I decided to get a job at a marketing firm as an admin assistant. And I was like, okay, like I can totally do that. I'm interested in marketing um, because that's what I was basically doing with the MLM. I was having to market myself. And then I had started working with one of my good friends with their social media. So I was like, sure, let's do that. Like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. I really just need to feel safe. I need to feel like I'm, you know, providing for my family somehow. So I did get a part-time job doing, you know, I wouldn't call it freelancing, but it's, it's virtual or it's, a, a, you know, admin tasks. And so, um, I don't know if I discovered you or if it was Allison who took your course. And I want to say I probably discovered Allison first in the fall of last year and just kind of started following her and was seeing what she was up to. And she was saying that she did your course. And so I think it was at the very beginning of 2022 where I actually was like, okay, let me start following you. Let me see what this is about. And it was crazy because January, all of the puzzle pieces that I had been, you know, playing with and trying to figure out all just came together when I found your course and I found your page. It was crazy. It's kind of like divine timing and how all that works to it. Like all happens the way that it should. So um, what would you say it was that made you decide to like purchase the prop? Cause like you said, you were kind of already doing freelancing. You were, whether you like knew that that's what it was or not, like you were doing that in some capacity um, and, and, 
taking a lot of probably a lot of the skills that you had gained from the different experiences that you had to offer services to clients. So what was it that you were like, yeah, I I actually want to take a course so that I um, can pursue this further? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I guess I had felt lost for so long within those six months after leaving teaching that I love the idea of a course. I'm very type A personality. I'm very, you list the steps, I will tackle them and get them done. And so I watched your intro video and literally probably related to almost every single point in there and, um, you know, printed out your paper that you had the, that you took notes to do with it. And I was telling my husband, I was like, okay, honey, she's going to tell me exactly how to do this. I know exactly what I want to do. This is it. Finally, I have all the puzzle pieces together. Like I'm ready to do this. I want to quit my job and I want to, as crazy as it sounds, I want to quit my job and I want to start my own business in a matter of, you know, two, three weeks. <laughs> and I just dove head first. It was crazy. Oh, I love that. So that this was the, the marketing firm, like part-time job that you had, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, was like, you know, I'm not, I'm like, why am I doing this? I didn't quit teaching to go work for somebody else. Like I always had on my vision board that I wanted to be a business owner. And so why was I, then why was I working for somebody else? I just didn't. But for me, I needed that time to figure it out. And so that's what God was doing in those six months while I was there. And I'm very thankful for that and blessed for that. But man, once January hit, I swear God literally put all of the pieces together. He aligned the stars. I found you, I found your course. And I, for me, I finally had that confidence in myself again of, okay, I can do this. I know what I need to do. I'm ready to go. I love that. And I just think you've, you've laid it out in a way that really like for some people, they could be looking back and they could be like, Oh, like I wish I would have found this sooner. And I wish I would have known about this sooner. But I think too, like going through those different experiences that you had almost prepared you for this too, because like you, you know, you first shed the identity of like, I'm only going to be a teacher for the rest of my life. And then you were doing the network marketing, which gave you a lot of skills. I honestly, like, I, I feel that way too. Like, was it the right fit for me? No, but I learned a lot. I remember like the very first thing that I did. And I honestly think I got this from like my network marketing days when I started my business. Like I posted on my personal page and I was like, Hey, I'm starting this business. Here's what it is. Like, I don't think I would have had the confidence to do that had I not had those experiences too. So I think all of those experiences help shape you and you take a little piece, even if it doesn't work out the way that you thought it was going to. Like, I'm sure when you started, like you had these intentions and these plans and this vision of what this was going to do for you. And even though it didn't work out the way that you initially thought it would, like you have gained so much in that process. Would you agree with me on that? Oh, absolutely. I, I do. I did kind of look back in January, February and be like, kind of kicked myself a little bit because, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda, man, I could have already been doing this, you know, back in August. But like you said, we can't think of that. I think when I left teaching, that took so much courage and it took so much confidence out of me that once I actually left, I was kind of just like, I didn't know, I didn't have much else left. And so I had to kind of almost fill back that cup of courage and positivity and bravery so that way I could find you and find the course and then in this year, January, decide to leave, if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. So you took the course and I think you said like it was like a couple of weeks, right? Until you got everything off the ground and up and running. Um, I think I, t- 
don't necessarily remember. I think I took the course either at the end of January or at the beginning of February, but I want to say like within a few days, I are, had already signed um, a, cl a client. So I don't think it was a, I think it probably took me a few weeks to get through all of the, you know, the material, but I think I ended up signing my first client within like the first two or three days of the, starting the course. Like once I legit became a business, I, I signed my first client. I was like, how do I take payment for this? Let me, let me go. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So that's incredible. So walk us through that. Like how, how did you find this client? Was it just somebody that you had already connected with? How did you go about actually like from saying like, okay, I had this idea. I'm going to start this business. I'm going to offer this to now I'm actually going to go out and find clients. Walk us through that process. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and they say, you know, cause I know you get a lot of questions about, well, how I'm afraid I won't be able to find clients. How do I find clients? And I truly believe that it starts in your warm market. And that's something that you learn with MLMs as well. Start with your warm market and then explore out to your cold market. So that's exactly what I did. I posted on my own personal social media. Um, and then I had previously had a conversation with a, a friend of mine back in August when I had started doing that, you know, admin slash freelancing for my friend's photography business. She was like, Hey, I'm interested in hiring a social media person. I've been talking to this girl XYZ. I'd like to ask you more about what you do for your friend so that I can align it for, you know, the girl that I'm thinking to hire. So that seed had already been planted probably back in August, September. So whenever I had decided that I was going to go out and do this, that was the first thing that I did was I reached out to her and I said, Hey, how's that person going? Has she been doing the work for you? Like, how was it going? What's this? What's that? And that was my first client that I signed my first social media client. I love that. I love how you just like took that initiative and that's sometimes what it takes. And I know that it can seem extremely scary. Like I know you're probably like listening to this. You might be thinking, well, okay, well, Megan already had that contact or maybe she already had some confidence from what she's doing. But I will tell you what, there is nothing like just ripping off the bandaid and just putting it out there. What's the worst that's going to happen? Like you're not going to hear anything. Okay, that's fine. Like, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not the end all be all. So I love that you just took that initiative and you're like, I'm going after this. So that's so exciting. So talk to us about like where your business is today. So you landed that client right after kind of going through everything and putting it out into the world. And so fast forward to now, we're at the beginning of May. So share a little bit about the, you know, what's happened since then. Yeah, absolutely. So here was, here's the, the, the kicker or the struggle for me. Um, so I signed that first client and I think we started in February and my husband and I found out we were pregnant in the middle of February. So, and I'm like a very big dream person. Like I have the biggest goals in the world. Like I'm very overachiever. I am like, oh my gosh, it's, it, it's actually um, almost annoying or it makes me sick to my stomach how much, you know, pressure I put on myself. So starting a business and going through your first trimester of pregnancy at the exact same time are not the two easiest things to combine together. So I have to give myself a little bit of grace because in my eyes, I'm like, oh gosh, I'm not anywhere where I want to be financially um, or, you know, where I'm at, like at in my business. But I will say the thing that has been great is one, I'm getting to enjoy this pregnancy. Two, my business is slowly growing and that's what I'm thankful for. I still have that same social media client from February and I've actually signed 
two to three more, I guess now at the, since we're at the beginning of May and you know, is that where my goals are right now? No, but am I thankful for that? Yes, absolutely. Because I've still had part-time jobs um, that I've been doing in the meantime. So those are now starting to trickle off. So now if you want to look at like a 40-hour work week, almost all of my hours are now being able to be poured into my business here May 1st, May whatever we are at. And so <laughs> for that, I am thankful. And I'm just trying to grow every single day. Um, because although I may not be where I'm at, I have been able to pay myself, you know, through this business, which when you think about starting a business, not many business owners get to do that right off the bat. So that is a huge blessing. I'm not in any debt to myself. You know, I got to pay for your course. I've gotten to pay for other things that I needed in my business. And so all of those things are wins for me. I'm getting to enjoy, you know, pregnancy. Now I'm getting to go into the second trimester, which I've heard is 10 times better. So uh, I'm excited for that. Yeah. And I think you made a really good point too. And and this goes for, for anybody. Like I feel like, especially with my business, like I've gone through so many different seasons mm-hmm. and that's how you have to view it is it's, is it's just a season. Like it won't be like this forever. So like, I'm sure you're experiencing a lot of the, like feeling very tired and exhausted and not having a ton of energy. And I, I will tell you that that second trimester, you will get that energy back and feeling good too. But like not trying to view it as, oh my gosh, this is going to be like this forever. Like that's how I always, I viewed things in like three to four month chunks. Like, especially, you know, I started my business when I was seven months pregnant and then I had my newborn. And so like having a newborn, like I it had done it once before. So I at least felt like I, you know, had my wits about me. Like I knew what I was doing. It was kind of just like riding a bike, like picking it back up. But like every time, like there would be times when like he wasn't sleeping. And so I wasn't able to get up and work on my business like I wanted to. And I just always gave myself that grace like you were talking about too and remind mm-hmm. myself like this is just a season. Like it will not be like this forever. And, the, you know, the next three to four months, like we'll tackle that as it comes to. So I think you've, you're in a really great um, mindset, which I think is half the battle, right, of having a business is just like viewing it through that positive lens and knowing that, you know, looking at the positive things as opposed to looking at the negative because it's so easy. It's very easy to pull out those negatives and say like, well, I should have this or I need to be doing this or this, like looking at those positive things and feeling really grateful. So I love that you shared that. I think that's really, really helpful. So what would you say would be like the greatest uh, impact that the prep had on your business and getting it off the ground? Oh, absolutely. I think, um, so sorry if you can hear my dog barking. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Um, I just loved the structure and the layout of it. You know, my biggest fear, probably one of the biggest things that I was worried about with starting a business was, am I legally doing this right? You know, am I, do I have the right resources to make sure that I can take payment or send payment or send contracts or do X, Y, Z. And I feel like the prep truly gave me the step-by-step of, how to make yourself legit, um, what platforms to use to take payment, um, you know, what platforms to use to send contracts. Um, the templates in there were super helpful that I didn't have to do at all. I just had to edit and make for myself. And so this, the fact that you lay it out step by step by step, if you are like a list person, then the prep is, is definitely for you. Yeah, I agree. I'm, and I, that's what I try to remind people too. Like I, I believe Megan that you have all of the resources and all of the perseverance to have figured this out on your own. I can just see that in you and the way that you 
go about building your your business and everything that you do. But I am a firm believer that like if somebody is going to be able to save me time and save me the headache of trying to figure this all out on my own, to me, it makes so much sense to invest in that because I I know that my time is limited. Like I I only am working so many hours a week and I want to be there for my family. I want to only work X amount of hours per day. So um, I love that you shared that too. Um, my, I think my last question that I would have for you is if somebody is maybe sitting on the fence and they're thinking like, I don't know if this is for me, or maybe they're thinking like, I want to invest in Aubrey's program, but I don't know, like, I don't know if this will work for me. What advice would you give that person who, who might be listening to this right now and be feeling those things? Absolutely. Um, I'm a firm believer in follow your gut. Only if you have a good gut. So I guess some people, they don't, they, they really don't think they have a good gut, so they don't ever follow it. Um, I, I think I, my, my gut is, is good and true. And so when I get that inkling of you need to do this, I just jump, you have to do it. You have to take that leap of faith. If you're not sweating, if you're not breathing heavy, if you're not like, oh my gosh, what did I just do? I just paid this money. If you're not like breathing heavy, then you, it's probably not something that you need to be doing. Right. So if, if it gives you that amount of good fear, then jump for it, go, go head first, dive in and take the plunge And nine times out of 10, you won't regret it. And you know what, if you do, then it's okay. You move on to the next thing. I know that I have invested in things that ended up not being not what, you know, what's what I wanted to do, but you know what? It got me to where I am today. So you still just have to trust yourself and take that dive. I love that. I love that you said good fear too, because that is something that I feel like drives me. Like if I get, like, obviously there's anything that's new to you that's uncomfortable that you've never done before, you're going to have fear around it. Like I remember feeling that way before I became a mom, like, you know, looking at that pregnancy test, like being so excited, but also being really scared. Like, holy crap, I've never, I've never done this before. I've never been a mom. I've never been pregnant. I've never done these things. Um, but it was a good fear around it. Like I was excited to do it. I was excited to pursue it. So I always say like, use that to feel you and give you momentum because even though there's fear around it, like it's, it has an energy about it that you can use to propel you forward and not let it be something that holds you back. So I love that you said that. Yes, absolutely. Um, the last thing that I would say too is don't get caught up in the comparison game, whether it's, you know, taking the plunge to take your course or you've taken the course. And so what's next? Like don't compare yourself to where people are around you or people that have taken this course before, um, you know, trust in yourself, be brave, stay courageous and just go for it. Yeah. I love it. So such good advice. I so appreciate you, Megan, for coming on today and sharing that with us and sharing your heart and sharing your story. And I know that it's going to help so many women who are listening to this. So I would love for you to share number one, where we can connect with you and also two, what services that you offer so that if somebody is listening to this and they are looking to invest in that, they can come connect with you. Yeah, absolutely. So my Instagram and TikTok are both just Megan Mendez underscore underscore. Um, and then I mainly focus on social media management, but with that comes content creation. I can do reels. I can do TikToks. I do all the caption writing. I do the hashtag research. Um, so I really like to stay in that social media management realm. Um, but I do have a set of admin tasks as well that I do. Um, I'm just not 
uh, vocal about it as much. Social media is where my heart is. I love to be creative. I love to, you know, give ideas and um, get to put content together for your brand. And so, yeah. Awesome. Well, we will link all that up where we can connect with you so that if anybody wants to do that after listening to this episode, they can find you directly there. So thank you so much, Megan, for coming on. I so appreciate it. And I know my audience is really going to love this. Yay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.